Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Indie Artist Music Hustle with Blind Intelligence. I'm your host, Miss Ronnie. And as always, I need you to hit that like, share, and subscribe button. Because here we always seek to give you exquisite cranial repertoire. This week, we have a very special guest. We have Nihal. Say hello to everyone. Hi. Hi. My name is Nihal. Thank you so much, Ronnie, for having me. Uh, you're welcome. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to let you take over and tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, um, yeah, before the episode, we were just talking about you were asking me where I was from. And it's kind of a, like a great and complex question for me. That's I've never had a straightforward answer. And I've always given a different answer because kind of, of my life path and my history. So if I were to go from the beginning without giving you too long of a, a bio, uh, I was born in Cairo in Egypt. Um, and when I was little, my parents moved to France for, for work. Um, and then I grew up in Paris. I lived in Paris for about 15 years. So most of my like childhood and adolescence and then came to California in, you know, in my teenage years. Went to high school for uh, from junior to senior year, which was super confusing because I didn't speak English really well. <laughs> but I managed <laughs> and I learned it because I had good friends. And um, yeah, then just went to school and ended up somehow in the music industry, even though that wasn't at all what I what I studied. So that's a little bit of my path. And I'm currently living in San Jose um, and have a couple of bands, including Sweet Haya, which is the one that uh, tonight, I think we're going to be talking a little bit about it um, in uh, kind of uh, in the context of a, a new song release uh, that we've recently done. So, yeah, super excited to be here talking to you. I find it very interesting. This is off the subject. This going to sound crazy to some people, but. No, I believe in past lives and I believe my first life was in Egypt. <laughs> so I told my children when it's time for me to be buried, I said, I don't care how many plots you have to buy. I said, I need to be, I want my body wrapped like a mummy. No. I want standing up in my tomb. And I said, I want my couch. I want my computer there. I said, because nobody <laughs> knows what goes on in the afterlife. And I would like to be comfortable because you don't know who I would like to invite over. I love that. You're going to have have all the, the old kings and queens coming to visit because time doesn't matter in the afterlife. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you my, my grandma's name, uh, which is also in the Steve Wonder song, um, Isn't She Lovely, is Aisha. And uh, so her name was Aisha. And Aisha also means life in Arabic. And Haya in sweet Haya also means life. So, um, so our band name kind of is like a little nod to um, to my grandmother and the concept of life, the concept of um, of also life beyond <laughs> the living. So it's, uh, so it's like look, look, I take that, I take that because, uh, like I said, you know, I think I'm Egyptian anyway. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, how did you form a band? Did you form the band when you moved to California? Was it like um, something that? happened during COVID where everybody was meeting virtual and decided to get together. I mean, how did you form the band? 
That's a good question. And actually, it's it's been it's we've been together a little while and I'll tell you, but I, I think it's funny that you mentioned the COVID thing because I know so many people who got together as bands during the pandemic because all of a sudden they did have this bandwidth, this time to start playing their instruments and practicing and connecting online and saying, when things, you know, kind of calm down, let's get together. And there's all these pandemic bands, I like to call, <laughs> you know, like pandemic babies, pandemic puppies, pandemic bands. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> Babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, Sweet High has been together since 2011. So it'll be 11 years. It was 11 years, July 20. I should know this. No, August 5th. August 5th is our anniversary. It's coming up this week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we'll be together. We'll, we'll have been together 11 years and or 12 years. I can't count. I'm not very good at math but um so we actually met at an open week 12 years ago um I'd be just a singer songwriter i'd go and show up with my keyboard and my my ballads most of the time it was my sad songs at the time and uh and i met these guys our former drummer josh gardner and my now current guitarist Devin Moreno and also former bassist Aaron Marcus. We met one night at this open mic and I loved what they were playing and they liked my style and we were like, hey, you wanna hang out sometime? And and we got together shortly after because I was lined up to, to play the San Jose Pride and I didn't have a backing band and I was it was just gonna be me. My friend was the vice president at the time. So she was, she was like, hey, you wanna come and perform? I was like, yeah, it would be cool to have a, you know, a full band for that. And so the guys hopped on, learned a bunch of my songs. And then later on, we started actually writing together and collaborating. Um, and I'm still really close with Josh, a former drummer. He, he's, his daughter is actually my goddaughter. Um, and she's gonna be my wedding, my little flower girl. And he's coming down from Georgia where he now lives to just be at the wedding and play some music with us. And then my former bassist, um, Aaron actually had some health issues and had to to retire but my my husband slash husband to be um is our new bass player and he's been filling in and um fulfilling that role and we also have a trombone player now which is um in the last five years and our new drummer koske was actually our old percussionist so it's kind of like recycled positions in the configuration of the band so it's a it's a five-piece band now and no. uh yeah, no, it's been it's been quite the journey. We're continuing our growth, and because of those lineup changes, we've had a lot of um, I'd say evolution and development in the sound of the band. Um, we started maybe a little bit more on like the rock and funk side of things, and then evolved a little bit more into like a little bit of retro soul, a little jazz, Latin, African drawn melodies and uh, and as as of recently we put out a single that's kind of got a reggae vibe um so we're and all of that is because of personal development but also um just you know having very different and fresh ideas in the band through the lineup change mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's been such a a, a cool thing to witness, um, especially as less like the founding members, you know, sometimes like your own material or your own ideas feel stale to yourself and um, kind of want, you have this desire to do more than the sum of your parts, you know? And that's been, that's been like a nonstop thing with this band, just being able to continue creating and putting out material. We actually have three singles, one we just put out and then the other two, they're going to come out each season. So we had a summer single. We're going to do a fall 
and then a winter single. Um, and they're kind of appropriate, the messages for it. Um, and the genres are actually very broad within these three songs. Mm. Uh, kind of on purpose. And it goes back to that, you know, that nod to diversity and the, the, the importance of cultural wealth and, and that kind of broad spectrum of perspectives um, and opinions within music. So <laughs> I want you to describe your genre of music as a fruit. Describe our genre of music as a fruit. I like that. Mmm. Okay. Well, you won't because you yeah. can think of yourself as the scientist and you didn't made some hybrid plants and you oh, didn't like take seeds out of this and made it this color and made it juicy like this, but it's called this. I mean, it's all up to your imagination. Yeah. Well, it would definitely be a purple fig then, which I think a, a lot of times figs when they're when they're ripe, they're kind of purple already. And then when they're dried, you know, they're super sweet. I don't know if you've ever had like candied fig or sweet fig. Um, and it's something that we eat a lot in Egypt and lives on palm trees. And I'm obsessed with palm trees because it's like the American dream, that view of like, you know, California and the sunshine. The music is sweet. And the music is sweet. And the music is exactly the music is sweet. And it's supposed to bring you joy and it's supposed to bring you peace and nourishment. And I think that the fig is a very nourishing fruit that you know like during ramadan when people are fasting they eat figs to um to help them sustain their fast throughout the day um so i guess that's like an idea <laughs> i love that question <laughs> i know that i mean that was interesting to me because i know a lot of people that fast during that time that you know that's muslim and they never really talk about those types of things. Now I helped somebody write something on um, the diet that, you know, that they would practice or whatever. And the, the different times that they could possibly eat. And a lot of it was like rice. I never saw anything. And I'm not saying that it's not there in American literature that talked about the fig. So because I had done some research in that area, I found that very interesting. So. Awesome. <laughs> That's cool. And you learn a lot about a culture through the food, right? Through what people eat. That's a huge part of culture and travel. So what is the culture of your band? It's super multi faceted. Um, well, like I said, like I'm, I'm, I'm a mess, right? I'm from like three different continents. I'm still trying to figure out what home really means, you know. But um, both my key, my, um, my drummer and my, um, my trombone player are from Japan, um, so they're born there and have, have, you know, part of their childhood was there, and then grew up the rest of their adolescence um, and adulthood, obviously here. Um, and then my my uh, guitar player has some uh, some Mexican roots, and then my husband, who's now the bass player, is kind of a, a like a California medley as well. <laughs> so so when I think of like the culture of our band, instead of thinking about these individual things that we all are 
separately. I think of how together we're like this global unit of, you know, several facets. So I think we're, I guess we're a very Bay cultured band because, you know, it's the, like that whole discussion we were having about the, the, the diversity in, in our area. So that answers the question. You told me that y'all have been a band for 11 years. And so that y'all were already a band before COVID. Mm-hmm. So another two performing and doing all these things. What happened during COVID that you found was a weakness in the band and COVID allowed you to strengthen that area? Such a good introspective question. We did have to put up mirrors during COVID and see what was not working for sure. Um, Because all of a sudden the thing that we did really well, we couldn't do, which was get together and jam and play and write. So all of a sudden this entire aspect of our relationship is gone. Um, So what we did end up realizing is that there was, um, and part, you know, huge part of it is like my lack of, uh, at the time, I'd say like business savviness and the things that I was really lacking as far as how I could better lead the band and how I could better um, like just improve our marketing, improve our image, improve our branding. And all these things started happening during the pandemic where we actually started having regular band meetings every Tuesday for I want to say almost two years straight um, until we started being able to get together and perform and play again and rehearse. We did a lot of Zoom shows during the pandemic as well with masks on (laughs) outside. Um, And and so I'd say that the best thing that came out of that is realizing that we needed to talk beyond music. We needed to talk like we really are a business because we are. We are in in the music industry business. And so... I think it's helped us really fine tune our branding, our intention with the music that we're putting out, um, our timelines on things, like how long does it really take to record, release, and do PR and promo, you know, um, and and find a better team, a more solid team, people we can count on, on you know, like have our go-to flyer person, have our go-to website design person, our PR person, our media connects, et cetera. So I think it helped us pause and really look at the the grander um, scale, you know, and and try to find a way for Sweet Haya to become just as solid, you know, digitally as we had been in person at shows. And so... Um, so it's helped us create a better presence and a, and a more, I think, put together business. <laughs> so what I was going to ask you, do you think that um, you were saying that it was mostly where you jammed and performed live together and different things like that? Do you think that COVID allowed y'all to reach a larger and more broader fan base throughout COVID? Did you see any change in how your fan base grew and where it grew throughout COVID? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, we, because all of a sudden we weren't just about pl- playing locally and, you know, and even when we were touring, like you'd, you'd target a certain state or a city in a state, but all of a sudden it was like 
just equal footing, right? Everyone's on the same page and anyone who has Spotify or, or YouTube or um, can access our website all of a sudden uh, was able to connect and see that we're playing on Zoom and doing all these, you know, uh, these these virtual shows. And we've done a ton of fundraisers um, for everything that was going on in 2020 from, um, you know, supporting supporting uh, nonprofits, supporting, uh, I mean, a lot. <laughs> we did a lot of different things. I'm not going to name everything, but um, but it allowed it to allowed us to tap into communities that we weren't really connected with before, but that we found that we had these these um, same goals and um, that we wanted to align our strength to become part of a stronger community, um, you know, just in a variety of things like an equal rights movements and um, activism and feminist movements and helping, uh, you know, like children with impairments, et cetera, things like that, that those were not audiences we ever really had before because we played bars and festivals and places where we wouldn't have had this opportunity to to connect. So, and we played a ton of international shows with um, big corporations that would hire us to do Zoom events for their happy hours for to, to keep like the culture going in their company. And so we were playing to people in like Berlin and Israel and. Um, we, you know, Australia, we apparently have a following in Australia. I didn't know that. It's <laughs> like, oh, that's a thing. Oh, cool. Um, and, and so you, you find out you have a market in places you didn't know, like people even knew about you. So, uh, mm -hmm. that's really cool. That was a good feeling, feeling that international reach during the pandemic, despite all the madness. So, okay. So tell me this. I know that you told me that you was getting married and that your husband is, well, your husband-to-be is part of the band. How do y'all, and I say y'all, <laughs> handle disagreements about the music, but try not to discuss it in the relationship? Ah, I can't say we don't, like we discuss everything in the relationship. Like. Well, such a huge part of our relationship is music because we also have a French classics duo. We have a blues band together. And so this is just like an extra band that we're together in. But I've found... Everybody don't have extra bands. <laughs> What's that? I said everybody just don't have extra bands. No, it's 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 sometimes I feel like it might be too much, but I'm we're having a good time doing it. Um, it what it does, you know just like COVID kind of did it, it really amplifies the areas of improvement in, in communication, right? So, um, you know, sometimes when we're really comfortable with a partner, we, you know, we tend to say things without the filter or the way that I would say to, say for example, my, my guitarist, like, Hey, like, do you mind turning down a little bit, which rarely happens because he's really good at dynamics. But um, if I were to say that, I'd probably say it like very, you know, but it's true that sometimes if I say it to my husband, I'd be like, maybe you could just turn down. You know? And so it's about like learning how to to like put everybody on the same level, whether we have that extra level in, of intimacy or not. And being professional in those moments that really require us to be. Um, 
And then when we are just us two, sometimes like we'll be having a nice date night or something and I'll be like, okay, can we just put the music business stuff aside? And if we're gonna talk music, let's talk about the things we're like the new musicians that we're excited to discover or like, oh, I just heard the latest Leon Bridges album or something and like have these conversations about how we're both passionate about music rather than you know, continue to like, oh, we need to book this and we need to do that. And, you know, because I can quickly get into that mode. So it's good to, to have like that, that boundary, <laughs> you know? So. Well, since you have so many bands going on, <laughs> it's tell busy. me about your latest project. Yeah. So, um, so my husband and I, we have this kind of retro blues project that we started literally the like the week the pandemic hit we had our first show and and then we went on a hiatus for two years started rehearsing again last year and we started playing again so that project is called grace and the grit and mm-hmm. it's a bass player um adam martinez and a harmonica player uh ryan walker and our drummer i'll, I'll make sure to link it to the video Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, Matt Ponzino on the drums. And then Austin, my husband, Austin Geiger on the guitar. Um, so in Sweet Haya, he plays bass. And then in Grace and the Great, he plays lead guitar. And then I sometimes play rhythm guitar, but I mainly just sing in that band. Well, and I play melodica. I like the melodica. <laughs> like an accordion. <laughs> so how many different instruments do you play? So my first instrument was actually the keys. Um, piano was my first instrument. I, in France, I grew up learning classical piano. Um, and though I, I yes, it, it's such an amazing way to, go ahead, sorry. Relaxing. It's so relaxing. And my favorite thing playing piano is actually um, just improvising, like relaxing meditational music um and then you know later on when i got into songwriting i I was writing a lot of ballads i wrote a little bit like a few kind of ska reggae beats uh on there too that we ended up covering with sweet haya um and so so i'd say like my original instrument was piano but i've kind of set it aside the last few years to learn guitar and then i started learning guitar to, to kind of play rhythm and back up um you know, my, my guitarists when they wanted to do lead. And then, and then I play a little melodica uh, with our French project because it has that kind of like accordion vibe. So it goes really well with the French classics, uh, like Edith Piaf and all those. So yeah, I love playing the drums, but I'm terrible. One day I would like to be a drummer as well. It was like on my list, my bucket list. <laughs> so which instrument do you feel that is the most strenuous on your hands strenuous on my hands probably guitar because i you know i grew up playing piano so my fingers i think have the muscles already like developed but with guitar it's a whole set of new muscles the way that you utilize your fingers oh bless you um it's uh it's definitely it's definitely more challenging for me and and both like Devin from Sweet High and Austin always tells like you just gotta build up those calluses and I build them up and then I just stop and then I build them up again and I'm like ah so it's it's about consistency and you know um like it it, it it's something that I probably have to to build up you know so hopefully I'll have to do that but yeah. 
Well, I thank you for coming. I want you to give everybody the name of your latest project, your social media handle, and anywhere they can find you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ronnie. Yeah, well, definitely, definitely would love to hear more uh, from your audience as well. And hopefully um, we've we've connected in some way through this um, with your with with your listeners. I really hope so, because for me, music is really important. But the connection we make with people is my favorite thing about the music we make, because that's what makes the world a better place is establishing these relationships. So hopefully we'll be able to see you also sometime at a show. We might have to come out to your side of the world. <laughs> I come to California all the time. I'll be, I'll yes, be. come out to see us. Come out to see us. Yeah. We'll, We'll be playing, um, yeah, this this summer later on, we've got some big shows in the works, actually. I'm not allowed to say yet, but when they get announced, <laughs> I can definitely let you know. Um, but yeah, I, I, we're easy to find, too, like sweethaya.com. It's sweet, and then H-A-Y-A-H.com. And then we're on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Bandcamp all those things youtube youtube spotify <laughs> and now yeah. our music's also on apple music and on google so we're, we're pretty easy to find so and our latest single is called can't get comfortable and so i hope um yeah folks to get a chance to listen to that and i'd love to hear if you hear anything back from your listeners and we'd love to hear what you think about it too <laughs> okay okay i will tell you yeah her her you can find her on Spotify, on Instagram, on all those different things. I know I just mixed it all up together at say it again, sweethaya.com. Yeah. And what's the handle again? It's at sweethaya. So S W E E T H A Y A H. So that means okay. sweet life. <laughs> all right. Sweet life. Yeah. All right. And of course, y'all know where y'all can find us at. And we will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really oh, appreciate welcome. it. You're welcome. You're welcome.